Hello, family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to Practical Heroes with our new campaign, Immortals, set in the entirely homebrew world of Eroth. Last time, the party set off on their journey towards Mordothak, and eventually, Promethea. We learnt a little bit more about the two new people who have joined them, and Yuri got very close to Quijo asking him a few questions about the Divine Council and Shaxar's role with the other gods. After a relatively uneventful half-day of travel, the party encountered a Remoraz, an enormous blue-scaled creature with hundreds of legs and huge clicking mandibles, and they managed to scare it off without too much of a fight. And when we left them, Gunnark was questioning Merry about why they're called polar worms, and if that's what they are, do they turn into giant butterflies? Mm. <laughs> okay, oh, right. So, with that, the rest of the day passes fairly uneventfully, albeit very cold. <laughs> um, and kind of knowing that you kind of knew what was going on, uh, one point during the journey, fairly soon after you encountered this, Quijo kind of sidles up next to Merry and just, so, uh, what was that? What was, what was what? The, oh, the, the polar worm? Oh! The, the, ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's got like bright purple dreadlocks tied back into right. a ponytail. Uh, Merry may not have had a crush before, <laughs> but now she does. <laughs> Just that. That got it right there. Uh, I didn't know you spoke to him. Yep. It was the... Ooh. He's speaking her language now. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the polar worm, you called it. Yeah. Uh, it's... Uh, Ramor has, Ramir has... Something. We call them polar worms. Anyway. Uh, they don't normally come near, like, towns and stuff. Cause I see. We stop that. <laughs> <laughs> stop it! No! Don't! No! Uh... <laughs> How to train your remoras? <laughs> yeah, but like a specific question. I know. I know. No, I was just wondering what it was. Have you ever killed one? <laughs> uh, no, not personally. Yeah, I usually take you big. know um a whole hunting party plus uh you know usually gotta like get extra <laughs> people to help you know sometimes we could get the kobolds to help sometimes you had to like hire people from other villages yeah i see so quite the enemy yeah really bad for the livestock mostly because you know one bite they're gone he just kind of like stares off into the middle distance and just, hmm, I wonder if we'll encounter it again. And just slowly falls back next to Yuri. <laughs> ah, the queen, I hope not. Well, you know, the thing about just killing stuff is if this is its territory and you kill it, then uh, something is going to replace it that is that it was keeping off. Is uh... I thought you were about to say it because our territory. Very true. 
Such is the order of the world. <laughs> Don't you agree? And he like laughs and claps Fuiro on the back. <laughs> you kill the apex predator, messes up with like the tertiary predators and the <laughs> secondary predators. It messes yeah, it up. Just he just looks at Gunark like, where'd you learn those words? I watch a lot of David um, Attenborough. <laughs> look. <laughs> uh, back in the day, this uh, famous ranger, his name was Stephen Irwin. Uh, and he he was an a unusual big thing. thing. I'm more of a Volo fan myself. Big thing over in Thistlewood. <laughs> but yeah, apart from that, the rest of the day passes fairly uneventfully. You are still on the main road as the sun begins to set uh, what would you guys uh, like to do as the sun begins to set Mary will say to Mary you know do we want to kind of push past sundown or do we want to maybe stop now get cozy ah. as the sun goes down the stars come out and all that counts is here and now <laughs> At the corner of your eye, you spot him. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. All right, now, now we just run, just run until you can't. No. <laughs> ah, your leg! <laughs> it's caught in a bear trap. Um, no, we should, we we should go ahead and uh, secure a, a campsite. Is always preferable. Tra traveling at night is just like meh. Just us was pushing it in the amount of space I could create for an igloo. We're definitely gonna need help. You're gonna need Mary's full igloo building abilities. Crack knuckles, <laughs> alright. Well, Direct uh, me on the bricks. Jumps off sleigh. <laughs> well, while you two uh, work on the, the shelter, Ethan, you want to find some firewood again? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Gunnark, you don't fret. You just you write about your caterpillars and butterflies. It's okay. All right, and uh, you boys. We are. What? We roll. We roll. <laughs> we roll. Help with the firewood. And he just nods and starts walking off with Yuri and Ethan. Uh, if I can help with the building, I will. Yeah, it's real simple. You just pat these into blocks like this. <laughs> when Yuri and Furo are looking for firewood, I want uh, Yuri's going to telepathically communicate with Fleeg to be invisible uh -huh. and just fuck with Gunark. <laughs> just like fly down and hit him on the head and then fly away. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. Can... Both of you, or one of you with advantage, make a survival check to gather firewood. And... Merry, I'll say with advantage, with people helping you. Also a survival check to build an igloo. <laughs> Big old boy. Do you want me to roll it? Alright, because I, I have a... I have a... Did we each want to roll, Josh? And as you build, I have a like, plus five to survival. <laughs> Nice. You, you you build like one block off to the side and kind of help Quijo build it so he knows what's going on. He's, hey, you want to see something fun? <laughs> and he just like, there's this f f block of pretty much solid ice and just boop. 
<laughs> with his fist, and the thing just snaps perfectly in half. I thought you I was strong. Teach me that. <laughs> Fifteen, nice. I... So you guys, you guys start gathering up a bunch of pretty good wood. Uh, you're pointing out some other stuff, and you look round, and like Fuiro has picked up like half a tree trunk. <laughs> just got it on add... his shoulder. <laughs> Fuiro, can you like throw it up and like whoosh, with your sword and cut it up? <laughs> Come on, you know you I want to. to I'll give you a gold if you do it. You see, like, he kind of pauses, looks a bit... a bit... poncive. That's alright. He <laughs> throws it up and literally just... one sweep with the katana and it splits in half. It's not anything particularly spectacular, but it's quite impressive that he's managed to, like, cut it, it in half with one cool. swing. Both halves fall to the ground and he just... One on one shoulder, or one on the other shoulder, and carries on walking back to camp, still not saying anything. Quijo is getting full. Uh, Quiro, uh, yeah, Quijo is getting fully uh, involved in building the igloo. Yeah, that's a that's a big fire. We might want to cut that up. Uh, as Frio leaves, it, Yuri will say to Ethan, <laughs> "Note to self: Do not piss off that guy." <laughs> Cause, I was you, just thinking the same thing. How, I'm just glad he's on our side. Move. Just a myth. <laughs> no, like, I didn't even see him unsheath his sword. Yeah, let's let's keep him on our side, whatever it costs. Most definitely. Well, if we're ever in a heated battle, I'm definitely next to him. And as Mary, as you've like you've <laughs> you've finished like the bottom to middle layer, and Quijo just like. <clears throat> sprints up the side of it, turns around and holds out a hand to help you up to the top so you guys can start building <laughs> yep, yep, on the yep. top of it. Uh-huh. I start, just to mess with Quijo, I take a block of ice and I go, like this, and as I punch, I cast Shape Water and I turn it into a bird. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a little ice bird. <laughs> like that? Uh, no, I don't have magic helping me. <laughs> Damn, I didn't think you'd notice. I think it's quite obvious when you punch a block of ice and it turns into a bird. <laughs> oh, Gunnark, are you okay? What you, you guys hear as you friend? arrive back in camp, <laughs> as Gunnark swatting at the air? I just like look you dead in the eye and just like, <laughs> no, I'm good. Actually, I'm good. Okay, looks like you're swatting at the bees or something. <laughs> Oh yeah, or like a bat. I don't know. We had I don't know what you mean. Fleeg is Fleeg's like out in the woods having fun hunting. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet he is. <laughs> yeah, he's invisible, <laughs> but you can still hit. <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminds me of the same uh, movements when he was trying to put up his I tent. I want to say is like as that conversation goes on, you will telepathically communicate to Fleeg to transform like to. Not right now, but at some point, transform invisibly into a centipede and crawl all over Gunark. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Honestly, make with a, the Make a stealth check for Fleet. I'm amazed there's not lies. Would it be with advantage because he's invisible? Uh, I was going to say because Gunark kind of knows where he is. Maybe not, but he is invisible. So you'd hear like a, 
as something hits the snow <laughs> very, very faintly and lightly because it's the weight of a centipede. <laughs> I like the idea. It comes from above Gunark height. So there's just like, you don't see it, but you just see like a little holes in the snow from the legs. Uh, well, and I want to make clear, like I didn't specify right now that he has to do it, like at some point yeah. in this rest. But anyway, yeah, this is that some is point. a... 18 plus 5 to self. Nice. Gonox passive perception is not good enough. <laughs> oh, it's not, my passive perception isn't a 23? <laughs> what? It's possible. That um, is insane. So yeah, so at some point during the rest or during dinner or whatever. Preferably while he sleeps at <laughs> okay. night. But yeah, eventually you you finish the igloo with Seth shaping more blocks to pass up to Mary, who's building it all and patting it down and teaching Quijo how an igloo works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, You're doing a, a real good job there. Thank you. I I'll uh, leave the last few blocks for you and just backflips off the igloo. That's so cool. <laughs> Monks. <laughs> His hair does the cool whippy thing. It, it kind of does a bit, but it's like tied back in a ponytail, so it's like it starts moving <laughs> and then like ends go woo. Yeah. <laughs> well, in in Mary's mind, it, yeah, it a slow mo. In the arms of yep. <laughs> the creature. <laughs> but yeah, you you stop. For food, uh, presumably this will be some rations marked off. Uh, I, I think that's my last ration because I don't think I remember if we bought any more. Oh boy! Good well, we had job. downtime. This is true. Uh, it's now a session after the downtime session. Yeah. <laughs> Yuri's well, go hunting, eating so... utensils Whoop. are dirty. Oh. <laughs> Just. Wait forever now <laughs> it's just a thing Yuri literally pays no attention to him oh like not like minorly like oh that's a little dirty no, like, I'm, I'm telling you Yuri pays absolutely no attention he's just <laughs> going ham at his last bit of food oh boy uh, as he eats the last bit uh, Mary can you remind me when we get to wherever and I'm assuming there's a halfway point I need to uh, I have buy managed some more to keep food. all of my rations so I just <laughs> uh yeah I can also you know if I don't have to make you know if we used like our tents uh I could just hunt instead of um making igloos <laughs> is an option I mean I would like to use tents but I feel somebody points to gun arc has a really hard time with that and I want to make his journey easy because it seems like he's had a hard life or we could teach him also we don't have tents well what kind of <laughs> adventure are you that was a lot of questions at once sorry <laughs> mine was more rhetorical you don't have to answer <laughs> you just see like the I, I glint see, of his teeth as he grins <laughs> you what? I said, how did you leave without one? Uh, we slept under the stars. You didn't get it cold. It is very cold. Okay. 
It must be a monk thing. You can focus your breathing and not freeze to death. Oh, no, it was fucking freezing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, so you're just a dumbass. Got it. I suppose. Oh. All right. I would like to reiterate, we are not from here. <laughs> I start a nighttime tea ceremony for everyone. <laughs> Many people can fit in one tent? Just one person? Hmm? Only one person can fit in a tent? Yeah, usually, yeah, because we do have... I think Gunnok has a two-person tent. <laughs> and then in my expansion stuff, I do have a four-person tent. If Gunnok ever grows... If Gunnok hits his growth spurt, we'll get him a four-person tent. <laughs> I have a pup tent. <laughs> we'll just get him a gazebo. Just... Oh no, oh no. I will say, what you guys also seem to notice with Yuri is that he's looking, not necessarily anxious, but you just notice there is a slight change in him. Because uh, it has been now a full day with no alcohol in his system. So, Quijo mm. also happily accepts the tea with a thank you, and you hear very, very faintly, thank you, from Fuiro as you hand him the tea. Wow. He do have manners. <laughs> you got a word. You got a word from him. Like a nod. It's it's more than nod that anyone else would notice, but you hear him say thank you. <laughs> I just nod back and continue handing tea to everybody. <laughs> Nice. I hand it to Yuri, though it, it, I made it as strong as I could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to speak into Ethan's mind uh, and tell Ethan specifically, uh, look, you're the only other person in this goddamn party who seems to be understanding of some sort of stealth or deception or anything like that. I found a note at the crater when we fought that terrible night and uh, it said that they were going to attack again and they were going to attack Prometheus while it was docked at this uh, Promethea, that one, uh, while, we, <laughs> while it's docked at Mordothak. So I figured someone else should know. That's the only reason I accepted common. These guys seem a a bit daft they didn't even bring tents uh mm. but i figure you should know just keep it to yourself i don't want everyone to worry about it and now i can't communicate back right is it like a two ways or one way okay and then i kind of ethan kind of looks over at gunark and does a small nod thieves yes. can't sit up Then I'm going to do a separate uh, interaction where I, I've taken pocket uh, Yuri, steal the sovereign glue and glue him <laughs> to the ice. <laughs> where I've steal, I, I've I've kind of like turned away from uh, from Yuri for a second, uh, and I've you know I've been writing in a journal like this whole time, um, and I'll speak into Yuri's mind and I'll say, look, I have something important to tell you, uh, but I don't want anyone else to hear. Come over here. Here we'll look around for a minute and then head over to where Gunark is. Um, and I have a piece of paper uh, from my journal and I've ripped it out and it basically, um, it's written in this like 
crazy handwriting um and it has a symbol of uh that that yuri has on his chest is like on this piece of paper like a brand um and i have like in this this message uh it is basically from the uh the like harbinger kind of perspective and it details how mr harbinger (laughs) how like they are their plan is to release this god to kill everyone and that this god is evil and like a lot of things (laughs) like that um and i will uh hand it to yuri and say i found this in the crater uh i figured you have this symbol on your chest you might want to know you're a terrible person (laughs) Uh, written on there is like use yuri's god to kill everyone signed john harbinger (laughs) (laughs) henry john harbinger yuri will take it and start reading it over and you kind of see this heaviness fall over him like his shoulders definitely seem like they have weight on it now thank you Gunnar. yeah i think uh ethan seems to be kind of he knows a little bit more about this stuff you might want to ask him uh might want to show him the note you know just make sure okay i'll uh i'll go talk to him yeah in a little okay bit. uh I'll, I'll look at it one more oh time. My God. <laughs> I have no reason not to right, trust Gunnark right, right. right now. Like... Gunnark with the mental <laughs> scarring players. Um, uh, Mitch, just so you know, I cast Illusory Script on that. I fucking knew it. I'll reveal the oh message when uh, when and if someone if someone else reads it. But well, I was going to say shortly after okay. this, he's, Yuri's going to clippity-clop over to Ethan. Uh, Ethan, uh... Are you, no. are you busy right now? Before before watch begins. Uh, <laughs> he's just like sat drinking <laughs> tea. No. And you're just uh, like, are you busy? <laughs> uh, kind of look around, make sure everyone's kind of preoccupied. Could you... Yeah. Uh, Gunlark said you kind of oh, have an idea of what's God. going on with the crater and stuff. He, and he showed me this. Uh, could I, uh, just any input would be... be Ethan uh, grabs the paper and takes a look at it. Yeah, it it literally just it's three big words that just says Yuri is stupid. It's it. <laughs> the whole paper. <laughs> the whole paper just says that. So when it gets revealed to Ethan, can Yuri see what it says? Or does I do I still unless I make You have like been a designated as the only creature on this okay. planet who can see what that note says other than myself. All right, um so Ethan, okay. while he took a look at the paper, was mid-sip and of his tea in. <laughs> and then uh, kind of glances up at Gunark. Uh, I mean, is Gunark doing anything at this moment or is he just kind of dead stare at me or if I take a glance at him? I think I'm just like watching from across the campfire <laughs> with like a slight smirk got like the shadows of the campfire <laughs> yeah um yuri uh, right. this is, seems like some serious information here 
<laughs> right? Like, it's making me question everything. Like, Ethan. Ethan, I... <laughs> looks around again to make sure no one's around. They're really listening. Ethan, so... I'm going to tell you something. If you haven't picked up on it, but... I made a deal with Saxar. I made a pact with him. In in person? You met him? Not quite. It's more of like dream-wise. What was... I mean, since we're out in the open on this... It was... I mean, basically it was... He would help me rise to stardom with Billy and the Goats and then my own band in exchange for spreading his influence through my music. But you got to understand, I didn't know who he was. That's, I mean, he referred to himself as the Rebel King. Yeah. Seeing all this now, I though, love that literally the entire basis of Yuri is packed with this, like, big evil yeah. betrayer god. <laughs> is <laughs> Get my band on, get my band on Spotify and get the play count up. Basically. The context of this scene is really is. funny to me. Ooh, I love it. Ethan just gets handed... Like Yuri's buried in his fucking soul. It's all stupid, and Yuri's like, "So I need to deal with a god." (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So Ethan, uh, you know, in response, and like I want, well, and I was, and Yuri will finish with like, and I want to, and I want at least you to understand, like, I have no idea what his intention is. I've like, I, I am so confused right now. Don't think too much on it. I mean, this this note says it all. And then uh, he puts his hand on your shoulder <laughs> and uh, he says, we'll, we'll help you out of this. We're here for you, bud. I, I hope so, because from the wishing pool, the, the, the wish I made definitely didn't help my own thoughts and feelings either, so. Well, you made good friends here. We wouldn't let you go with it alone. Thank you. Then uh, he passes the note back to Yuri. I'm just fully <laughs> laughing at this point. It lasts point. 10 days as well. <laughs> I'm just laughing my ass off. It's not off. even like you'll look at the paper tomorrow and it's gone. It's 10 <laughs> days. Yeah. Like, you don't understand how much this, like, shook your head before reading whatever. Oh, it's, like, like completely God. subliminal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you man. fucked with me with, like... A minor, like, yeah. A loser you bug on you. You it up to eleven. I love, I love how Ethan's just right in the middle <laughs> yeah. of this. Oh, I'm so glad was, you just like I ran. I was tempted that. to call for a performance check to see how well hey, it would screw with Yuri, but I was, I just, just like, oh, I don't want to ruin say, this. If it was deception. I'm proficient. <laughs> oh, the great. Uh, as when Ethan hands it back, Yuri's oh. just gonna like read it one more time just kind of take it all in like you were so really out of out of game you were trying to make it as convincible as possible i'm assuming right jared me oh yeah okay. but as i see you reading it again i will oh. end the <laughs> the spell i believe i can do that let me check uh, just make sure so. yeah i can i think i can dispel it let me see. if not then i'm here for it so hopefully not I would like I mean, it for not for it not to be. Personally, I would rule that you. It's not concentration, but I'd say you could like <laughs> touch it again and just end the spell. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, it said but should you would have it be to touch dispelled because it, it is. 
Okay. I'll go up to to Yuri and sit down next to him and act like, you know, solemn. Um, I'm here for you. you Touches the part. paper. <laughs> uh, be like, uh, look, I know this must be really hard for you. Uh, do you mind if I see the note just one last time? I, I want to make sure I, you know, everything's up to snuff. Sure, then I'll hand it to him. Um, all of the text disappears <laughs> just immediately, uh, including oh, okay. Okay. the Yuri is right. stupid. So I was that's gonna say, I'm gonna have to explain it. myself here. And I, I oh my god. fully <laughs> act like, oh my, oh my god, what just happened, Yuri? What did you do? Oh, here we I go. Didn't do anything? <laughs> you, you touched it last. I didn't do anything. <laughs> what? Where did the text go? I don't know, Gunnar. You tell me. You're the sneaky bastard. Uh, Quinjo well, just like leans over to Mary and Seth and just, yeah. does this happen often? Oh yeah, you just we just, I, you just sit back and, and you watch and sometimes uh, some fair enough. Pantsing them and pantsing each other in public. Sometimes it's making each other bleed out of the eye holes. <laughs> he's just like he's leaning up against a tree, one hand behind his head, sipping. He looks tea. over at the paper. This is more serious than I thought. <laughs> if and when Yuri uh, finds out Ethan was in on this shit, it's open season. <laughs> um, Next time Ethan goes to throw a dagger, oh, it's just glued no. to his hand. I have so a I, I have a familiar that can help me with some of this. So I will just you know I will sit there and and for a moment you know I'll live in that like oh my god the the text disappeared what uh. Hold on, let me see if I can get it back. Uh, and I will take out just a quill, and right next to Yuri, I'll write, Yuri, you got pranked. And I'll hand <laughs> it to him and be like, oh no, uh, sorry, a new message just appeared. Mm -hmm. uh, weird how that happened. I, did you see that happen? That wasn't oh, even the, me the doing that. prayer has just appeared on the side of Gunnar's head. <laughs> It's, so can I see it says Yuri got pranked or did you make it be something else? Yeah. Oh no, it just it just, just I literally just wrote Seen all this Yuri looks at Gunark I'm gonna roll percentile dice for my own <laughs> Zero to fifty something happens 60 to 100 something happens Okay, yeah, uh, I straight up swing at your face. <laughs> Roll to it. That's fair. That's very fair. That is a... And it's going to be with thoughts, by the way, I should say. So that's a 21 to hit. Wow. That hits. <laughs> so, God, you're like, you're staring at Yuri, waiting for him to look so you can grin, and then you just see the word thoughts whistling. <laughs> With the fancy new D8 face. worth of bludgeoning damage, that is 11 wow. points of damage. And Yuri just walks outside the igloo to start his watch. Flattens. <laughs> I just take the hit and then just start laughing <laughs> through, like, the smearing of blood off of my face. I'm just through like... the fractured eye socket, <laughs> having just been punched with a knuckle buster. <laughs> and I'll speak into Yuri's mind as he walks out the tent and just be like, uh. Your turn. 
Yuri doesn't respond. <laughs> well, you can't. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, God. So, with that, <laughs> everyone goes to sleep, I assume. Uh, no, I mean, Mary will go. Mary was going to take first. <clears throat> Mary, Mary, Mary will go sit with Yuri. She won't say anything. She's just going to sit with him because she knows he's upset. <laughs> uh, as the watch goes a little bit and Mary is sitting there, he'll, like Yuri will suddenly snap out of his own thing and realize she's there. Oh, uh, Mary, I, I didn't realize you were here. Uh, which, which reminds me, uh, I have something for you, actually. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I would just... It's another sled! <laughs> uh, he reaches oh, into his pocket. Reaches into his pocket now. Now, Mary, uh, close your eyes and hold out your hand. Okay, don't glue anything to my hand, I though, because I need them. <laughs> I won't. If anything, I need your help to glue gun or something. Fair, fair, fair. See, <laughs> I'm working on the gun arc method of accomplices. We're gonna end up with a prank where, like, Yipnip has agreed to be glued up to a tree or something and drop something on gun arc's head, and then everyone's gonna be like, "How do we get him down now?" <laughs> anyway, oh. uh, we glue Yipnip to gun arc because then, no matter the illusion he casts, Yipnip's always glued to it. <laughs> This is just like like cobalt disguises him as one of those like hand. animal backpacks. Uh, as your hand, <laughs> right on his chest. <laughs> Yuri I wouldn't do that too. Yep, yep. That's really <laughs> rummage through his pockets real quick and place two objects into your hand, Mary, and uh, say, uh, "You can you can open your eyes now." I thought I thought you could use these accessories. And as Ooh. you open your eyes, you see a drake fang earring that's so cool right that's all gonna look even cooler right and then the other thing you notice is a drake fang pendant necklace oh that's and you'll see on the thing itself here he's kind of crudely uh put uh a little bit of uh like a great false idols on it since that's the name <gasps> That's super cool. I don't have anything to give you back, but okay, thank I you. And she'll just like launch hug. <laughs> just just big knock over hug. <laughs> you you gave me the hat, so I, I figured this was also a way to repay that. That's super cool. Are they still kind of sharp? Can I stab people with the pendant with the pendant? Can <laughs> um, I scrap? I would think Yuri would have. It's been blunted a little bit. <laughs> Because Yuri didn't make it. If Yuri had made it himself, he probably would have left oh, it yeah, sharp. But having sharp. given it to someone to make, they were like, "I'm making jewelry out of this. I'm gonna make sure someone doesn't accidentally stab themselves <laughs> with a monster tooth and well, then get infected and die." <laughs> see, wait. You, you, you could use it to get information out of the people. You pin them down and you pull down their eyelid and then you hold it up against their eye. Oh, well, anyway, oh thank God. you and so there, much. There is a reason you are the front man of the band. You're just so metal, Mary. <laughs> well, you know, you pick up things here and there. Uh, well, how are you feeling? Confused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, would also be upset to find out that uh, 
I'd been bamboozled by a deity. But kind of aren't we all? Well, no. I, mine's good. <laughs> uh, it's not... I mean, truthfully, I... Seconds away from having a bird shit on you, Mary. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you saved it with the... But mine's good. <laughs> mine's the best. Uh, you know, truth be told, Mary, I kind of always thought the deal was too good to be true. Uh, something... Something that uh, my mother would always tell me is... You know, you can never trust the face value of any author, no matter how bad or how good it sounds. And she's always told me, you know, you're growing up, you're going to be the center of controversy a lot. Um, like, that's actually, fun fact, I am actually wasn't born in the Wild Thorn. Okay. I was actually born on, uh, is it Ezith is the continent? Azith. Azith. I, I was actually born on Azith. But, uh, oh, okay. Okay. But I don't know all the details, just mainly because uh, Mother won't tell me them all, but it was my birth that forced us to leave. She had an illicit affair. I'll bet ya. I'll bet ya she did. I bet it's real exciting, and there's probably, like, a smutty book about it. It seems more like exile was involved or threat of death. Um, yeah, that's how scandalous it was. Go your mom. Oh. <laughs> yes. That is that's what head pokes out of the igloo. I heard smutty book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, he shows for up for watch. his watch. Yeah. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Do I at least get a smut it now? I don't have one on. Uh, and as the two of them head into the igloo and Seth you're making yourself comfortable in the snow you hear like a grunt and as the large samurai man squeezes out of the opening of the igloo and just comes and sits next to you like back to you so he's facing the other way keeping an eye on the other direction <laughs> just sits down silently in the snow once he does that, I uh, settle back into the, at least the entrance of the igloo, mm -hmm. so I'm out of the wind and everything. And yeah, he's just full on out in the wind, not caring from the looks of it. Cross-legged, this long katana just laying across his knees. Ed pops back out and uh, sits on top of the mm -hmm. igloo where I can see things, and I, I go about my watch. And that also passes uneventfully um, and then as you head back in who's taking the next one take the next watch okay yeah I'll head out as well oh yeah both of you sweet your watch also passes uneventfully um, unless there was anything you guys wanted to do but it passes. Um, fortunately, as well, where you are, there were trees nearby that Mary had found, and that's kind of breaking up a lot of the wind, so it's not as crazy cold as it was that time that Ethan got a point of exhaustion on the way to a boss fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I totally it is, it is a relatively cool night. Um, we are now into <laughs> the melting as opposed to deep winter still, so it is 
getting warmer, but definitely not warm enough for anyone on the Halador Isles to know it's warm. <laughs> mm. I would probably uh, talk a little bit more to Ethan throughout our watch about uh, what I briefly mentioned, mm -hmm. like, in your head. Uh, I'd probably just, you know, elaborate on, like, what exactly the note said, uh, and then, you know, I guess just kind of ask about, like, what you got up to during the uh, downtime that we had, and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I looted just, this yeah, from a dead guy and pulled out like a silver <laughs> jug. <laughs> I think um, I think Ethan would basically um, respond to to Gunark, and uh, I think ever since because of you know ever since he Ethan ran across his father again, I think Ethan slowly started opening up more <clears throat> to those around him. So you know he basically just tells Gunark some portions of the um the uh research of what he's been looking into uh, regarding both the shadow walkers and the time thieves interesting yes gunark is the best person to open up to obviously he won't use anything <laughs> against you ever um i mean i i would say as well gunark <laughs> as like a final thing you would probably have some like vague memories in your head of being told like bedtime you definitely would have been given like the bogeyman stories of the shadow walkers so for you it's quite interesting to hear some of this stuff coming from ethan being like oh they exist i guess that's kind of crazy because definitely from like considering how you grew up <laughs> you you'd hear um, those kind of bed would... sto bedtime stories <laughs> yeah kind of getting that sense i would probably i would do like my i would tell like oh you know i heard those as bedtime stories but i'd also talk about um the thieves guild that i was a part of a little bit mm. and give ethan a little bit of background so i'll send you some of that stuff nice <laughs> um that passes fairly well um and you guys don't actually realize how long you're out there just chatting to each other until you didn't even hear him approach you here behind you. Would you like me to take the last watch? Uh, sure. Yeah, I suppose that'd be good. Yeah, give some time to rest. Just nods at both of you. Just immediately sits down in the snow, kind of just smile on his face, but he's sat up like perfectly straight, almost like meditation pose, but he's just grinning, looking around every now and again. <laughs> It's kind of weird in, in a way, just the way he's just sat there, <laughs> perfectly still. I as Gunnar crawls back into his bag is when a Fleek will strike as a speed, yeah. And Yuri is just nice and asleep. <laughs> Butt up in the air, tail twitching. <laughs> a little bit of drool coming out of my mouth. Morning comes around, we pack up camp, and I presume same roles as the day before works for me sweet mary navigation please yes yes i will do come on wake up that is a 20 
Thank you so much for listening. Remember, the easiest way to find all of our links is at practicalheroes.com. Please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash practicalheroes to help us to continue to deliver awesome content and start to raise production quality. All money goes straight back into our shows. If you're hungry for more Practical Heroes D&D, why not check out our weekly livestream on Fridays at 9pm EST, Voldonia by Starlight, over on Twitch and YouTube. That's all for now, remember to share us with your friends, and we'll see you next time.